When you do a podcast, you've got to have a song where someone sings the title. What could go wrong? What could go wrong? The world is kind of scary when things don't go the right way. So listen to this podcast and it will probably be okay. Probably no guarantees. Hello and welcome to What Could Go Wrong, the best slash worst thing that could ever happen to Warriors. I'm Jeff from Happy Valley. I'm joined by Chrissy, veteran escapee survivor of Murderville, Idaho. Hey. Also, here's Jeremiah, who clawed his way out of his hometown, The Coffin, California. That's me. No matter how bad you think things are, these two think they could get worse. So I've been watching people on Mass Transit and all the different variety of apparatus they use to listen to music with. I figured most of those are pretty, pretty safe, pretty tested at this point in time i am personally a big fan of earbuds nothing could go wrong when you're wearing those oh man i gave myself an ear infection with earbuds ew <laughs> i know you're not supposed to put things on the earbuds no. when you put them in your ear so How did you do that so um this is this is good but i i had damaged my eardrum at a concert mm-hmm. Because like you do. I had like I I even went prepared for the concert like I had my ear protecting stuff. What what are those mm-hmm. called? Like, anyhow, earplugs. Yes, those. I had them in lawnmower plugs. My backpack, all ready to go, so that I would get off work and I could just go to the concert with my earplugs. And then I just like last minute decided to take my backpack home so that my computer wasn't just sitting in the parking lot while I was at the concert and I forgot to grab the earplugs out. Anyhow, damaged my eardrum and then during that time was listening to a lot of music at work and somehow managed to, because you know, earbuds are not, like I shove them in my pocket when I'm like walking around and they like just float around in like my purse or my backpack and like I'm not, like they can't be sanitary the way that I handle them, at least, because they're just getting, like, shoved in pockets and around and backpacks. Anyhow, they're everywhere. And, like, in my cup holder in my car, and somehow bacteria got from my earbud into my damaged eardrum. It was painful. Anyhow. That's quite the story. I Yeah. But, like, this is, like, a total, like, buyer beware story. Like, this is, like, the worst thing that could probably happen with your earbuds. Oh, I'm hearing. Get your earbuds tested. Make sure they're clean of disease. Like, probably just... Disinfect them? Keep them in some sort of thing where they're not just floating around, getting shit all over them all the time. Probably, literally, because... It's Got it. Don't rub shit everywhere. <laughs> and then put them in your ears. Fecal matter is yeah. everywhere, so that's People probably what it was. don't put shit in your ears. I read an episode, I read an issue of Muppet Magazine back in the 80s where Dr. Benson Honeydew told me never to put anything in my ear smaller than my elbow. That's worked out really well for me as far as advice goes. I think that if I were to put a uh, an earbud all the way up in my ear, I would lose it. My head is huge. It would probably just rattle around in there. And then if it brought in the horrible, you know, fecal bacteria that apparently abound on earbuds, then I'd probably just purse. have my brain rot out. Yeah, it's 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 really scary. Also, just, I mean, don't damage your eardrums, I guess. I mean, solid advice all the way around, I think. 
What about Bluetooth headsets? Those seem like nothing's going in your ear. They're just around your ear. You don't even have any cords to choke yourself with. Yeah, but they just... I don't know. I have a real problem with the ones that, like... They just look weird. I'm sorry, people who like those things around their necks with the mics and the little ears, but they just look strange. And then also everybody else has to listen to your stuff. The number of times that there have been the person walking down the street that I think I'm avoiding because they're talking to nothing, which isn't really a thing that normally happens, has happened a lot more since the Bluetooth has happened. I won't see someone be like, hi, no, I've told you already. And they'll raise their voice so that people can hear them on the other end of their phone. But if you're standing from the wrong side, it doesn't look like they are... It looks like they're yelling at you. Yeah, or nothing. I mean, I've definitely had people maintain eye contact with me while having a conversation on their Bluetooth. And then look at me like I'm the idiot because I've been answering their questions. <laughs> I uh, I hate that. That is... <laughs> I really hate that. One of my worst fears in like in public interaction it's one of the reasons why i hate leaving my house is i hate that like where you like accidentally wave at somebody like you think they're waving at you but they're waving at uh-huh. the person behind you or like you think somebody has said hi to you but they're really talking on their bluetooth that's exactly it is what I was thinking. the most humiliating embarrassing thing to me i don't know why like it shouldn't be i'm not ever like it's not like i'm going to interact with that person after they walk away after giving me the stink eye for saying hi to them when really they were talking to whoever was on the other end of their phone but it is the worst it is so humiliating it seems like you should just double down on it at that point you know just commit to the conversation just start asking them questions <laughs> yeah i mean if they if they opened up this dialogue they need to deal with the consequences of their choices i don't think fast enough to make that happen i don't think let me just keep going. Have like a set dialogue put together for when people say hi and you don't know. Them. I could just, just like write it on my start hand. your monologue into them. I mean, it'll teach them to be more aware of their situation. That's that's not the worst idea. I, I kind of like. Never it. talk to Chrissy. <laughs> don't talk to me. <laughs> uh, I've had multiple times mentioned to me that you need to be aware of what you're doing when you look at people because you can send the wrong message. Uh, you know, like when you lick your lips because they're dry. Or say you're blinking your eyes because you have dust in them. I've been told when you do that in directions and people see you looking at them when you're doing it, it can have negative connotations. Oh my gosh. Oh, this is so much to worry about. Yeah, I've definitely done the the middle distance stare where my eyes are just staring and uh, I am thinking thoughts or daydreaming or just turning off my brain because I don't want to think anymore. And... Then, like, when I come to, I realize that I'm staring at a person or, like, a dog or something in a way that is not great. I'm just kind of drooling, staring into space at this thing. It's different than the attractive person stare, where you zone out and you're looking at an attractive person and just kind of like, what? Everything's gone, and that part of your brain shuts off? This is like, i am been at work for 11 yeah, hours, just like I'm on a bus, and the bus is high, like, and that's shutting my brain down, and I'm just staring and my head could be lolling, I don't know, and happens to be pointing in a direction where there's something in between my eyes and infinity. That is yeah, an awkward thing. I, I do that when I'm thinking about, like, complicated problems. Like, I math is really hard for me, but occasionally I have to do math for my job. And so when I'm trying to, like, like figure out what I need to do to solve an equation or try to even like worse is like trying to figure out like what the actual like equation is 
Like, how do I get these numbers into a thing that will actually solve my problem? I tend to, like, just stare off into space because I, I, like, am picturing it in my brain, like, on my, like, brain whiteboard. So I actually had that happen at work once where, like, I was just, like, trying to solve this problem and I was kind of staring off past my desk and um, somebody in my office, like, accused me of checking them out and did, like, the, like, they had a beard and they did, like, a hey, eyes up here situation because, and then, like, accused me of, of uh, checking them out. And it was really awkward. And they don't work with me anymore, which is nice because it made, seriously, the rest of the time I worked with them humiliating. Because I was like, I yeah. didn't mean to be staring at you. I was trying to do math. It's hard. This is such a tan... Like, this has nothing to do with headphones. <laughs> it doesn't. But these are life problems that they need are. to be discussed. We're chatting. <laughs> All right. Noise-canceling headphones seem like they could be mostly good. I mean, if they're shutting off all the noise around you, that's pretty dangerous because if you, like, the thing about noise-canceling headphones is that they put you so totally in your own world that you would not know if there was, like, an emergency happening around you or, you know, like, somebody was yelling at you to get out of the way from something to try to save your life or if there was, like, an asteroid coming down it was going to hit you unless you, like, moved five steps to the right. Like, you wouldn't know because the noise is all being canceled. That escalated very quickly. We went we went from like, you know, you couldn't hear a problem to getting destroyed by an asteroid. Well, I mean, you just That's never a, know. It's quite the And I guess it's not upscale. an asteroid, is it? It's a meteor now cuz it's entered well, the atmosphere. I was Earth's hoping it was atmosphere. an asteroid because it would like destroy the city you're in at that point, which look out, not the noise canceling headphones. Oh no. Well, there went Portland. Oh, poor Portland. <laughs> it's always Portland, man. Portland. The problem with noise canceling headphones is that after the noise has been canceled and you take them off, then everything feels really loud. It's like having your eyes closed and then opening them and everything's brighter, but with ears. So you're saying they're fantastic for uh, studying or, you know, needing to have your own me time. Mm, but then, like, after you have that time, then your existence is crushed again a little bit because... It's well, I mean, that's, harder to interact with the world. I mean, I think that's true anytime you come back to yourself. After all, you've been expanded into the universe. And you know everything. Everything about gold and stars. That just sounds like a lot of responsibility. Yeah. I don't know if I want that much Better responsibility. To just, you know, bring a radio. Yeah. Or a book, something that's quiet. And just deal with whatever current volume is is around you uh, but you could like cancel out all those awkward conversations going on around you whether they're at work or on transit and just enjoy what you're listening to i really am just too terrified of like not knowing what's going on around me like a lot of times when i have headphones in i'm not even listening to anything like i'm trying to avoid people but in like hoping that they take it as like a social cue of like please don't talk to me but i'm not actually listening mm -hmm. to anything because i'm too scared of it being distracting and like getting mugged because I am not aware of my surroundings or like, yeah. like I want to know if asshats are cat calling me because I want to be aware of where they are and be like able to avoid them and stay away from them. 
Like, and those are, I would rather just know. Like, the only time that I see noise-canceling headphones being super beneficial is, like, when I'm just, like, alone in a closet with, like, all of my doors locked and trying to shut out the world anyways. Then it could be okay. Sounds like a clincher at that point. Yeah. I mean, then I couldn't hear whoever's, like, breaking into my house to hurt me. Which, if I'm in my closet, it's because I'm at the point where I feel like people are probably trying to break into my house to hurt me. But I also think at that point, I probably don't care that much. Like, there's nothing I can do to avoid all of the panic that's setting in, so might as well noise-canceling earphones. I'm always troubled with headphones in general, but noise-canceling headphones in particular, because if I'm walking down the street or jogging or whatever, and then I have to, like, look double for cars... Yeah. And I feel like I'm never looking enough because every time I check one direction, there could be a car from the other direction. And that just throws off my sense of safety entirely. I mean, you can't see from the darkness over there. There could be something there. It sees yes, exactly. exactly. All right. Well, with that pleasant thought, I think that's all the time we have for tonight. Chrissy and Jeremiah, please give our audience your fond farewells. Be careful with your jo- when you jog. Don't wear noise-canceling headphones. It's not safe. Be aware of your surroundings. And have a pleasant evening. <laughs> and if you do wear noise-canceling headphones... I think we lost him. Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs>